Welcome back, you guys. It is fabulous Saturday. Um, it is Anita Love to Hey to Hey from Baton Rouge, Louisiana on Talk to Talk. So thank you guys for coming back and listening to me and allowing me to bless you and all that amazing stuff. To my supporters that have been hitting that listener support button that have been giving me monetary donations, I super, super thank you from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate it. To the ones that have given me monetary donation but couldn't do it the following month, I appreciate you just doing it. I have family that knows that I do this and could contribute and don't. So I appreciate you. Thank you. And I ask that you continue to come back and hit that listen and support and um, support me. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, again, it is Saturday, you guys, and it is actually beautiful outside, but it is cold. I don't like being cold. And it's been a lot going on with Anchor. Anchor has been giving me the shits today. I record and I keep recording the episode and keep recording the episode. So when I get ready to publish it, it's on there 50,000 times. So I go in and I delete all but one. And then it gets to thinking and next thing you know, I have to close the app off and then I come back, it's gone. Or... I get ready to upload my stuff and it closed off and it closed off and it closed off and I go back. It's gone. It's deleted. So I've been recording things for the past two days to upload and it's not working. I deleted the apps from off of every device and re-downloaded and only logged into one device and I'm still getting the same shits for Anchor. And I was just bragging about Anchor. So I have no idea what's, what's going on. I don't know. I don't know. But with that being said, um, I've gotten some not so nice comments from some people. Um, People feeling like um, I was judging people about voting. I was pressuring people about voting. Um, That to say that I don't hate, I constantly talk about politics a lot. Um, just different things of that nature. And clearly they, the comments that I've gotten from people is not comments from people that are actually listening to my podcast and its entirety is people that take bits and pieces from it and judge off of that. Because if you're listening to my podcast, the full extent of it, then you know that there is nothing hateful about me anything that I say. Yes, I did promote voting. I feel like voting is a necessity in this country. I feel like I believe in voting. I think that when you go out and vote for certain um, politics, I mean, um, candidates, I'm sorry, politicians, that you're voting for the people that you feel that best represent you as a whole, that you feel that's going to work for you, that's going to make what you need um, count. And with that being said, I feel like, you know, there are people that are in worse situations than I. And they want people to work for them and to stand for them and to fight for them. There are people that are need help with Social Security and welfare and, and, and Social Security reform and that are fixed income, that are completely dirt poor, that needs help and need people speaking for them and not looking down to them. And so I vote not just for me, but for them, too. Yes, I voted 
and Trump ended up becoming president. I didn't vote for Trump. I don't stand for anything that he represents. I don't. Um, was I disappointed that this country had came to this point of allowing someone like him to be in such a prestigious and important, powerful position? Yes, I was very disappointed. But the country shed light to me and opened my eyes to things that I think that I was kind of naive about. I honestly thought differently about our country. And to allow those cosign stand for someone that lacks the understanding of the history of this country, understand, lack of understanding of what this country as a whole means, it, it, it did something to me. It stirred me. Now, I feel like you have a right to vote for anyone you want to vote for. You know, you support whomever you want to support. And there are people that voted for Trump that are not racist. But the problem that I had with it is that they continue to support him, although what his stance is, what in in his attitude towards this country and the people in this country has been very disrespectful and very hurtful and they continue to support him. So I've had a problem with that part of it, but um, I'm working on that. I'm working on not allowing people, things and search situations and circumstances to upset me, mainly people, because I can't get mad with circumstances and situation all the time. You know, because the only way circumstances and situations become a problem is through people. So I'm working on not allowing people <laughs> to upset me. Now, I don't hate Trump. I just don't respect what he stands for. And I'm not on his team. Um, do I believe in voting? Like I said before, yes, I believe in voting. What, am I mad with people that didn't vote? I was disappointed that some people didn't vote for Trump. Uh, I mean, didn't vote and didn't believe in voting and was doing all this complaining about Trump and was complaining about all these people that voted for Trump. But then was time to vote again for the midterm. They didn't go out and vote. So, yes, I was disappointed and I was, you know, kind of annoyed by that. But I still love him. I don't hate him. You know, we still talk and, you know, we've been talking ever since. So that didn't make me hate them or dislike them. So I hear people saying that. You know, they they kind of found Trump hilarious. I find nothing about this man hilarious. I find things about him disrespectful, hurtful, cold, scary. Because this country is, is in a place right now where I'm scared. I don't know what to expect in the future. It doesn't look positive. You know, I'm not motivated. I'm not encouraged to anything positive and I want to be positive I live off of positivity I live off of goodness and greatness and I believe in that and I believe that we as a people as long as we love we continue to go high instead of low like the former first lady that we can make things happen and that this world can be amazing and all that good stuff so I believe in voting and I believe in love and I believe that you know we have the opportunity to change things around but it's scary right now and I don't I'm not sure of the outcome of this country right now I'm being honest with you um, But I'm not I don't I'm not mad at anybody Pertaining to voting I just wanted to clear that up Just so we're clear And yes the n-word Someone asked Why would I have a topic about something That clearly it bothers me To speak on it Because I'm tired of hearing people argue With black and brown people About not wanting outside race Or non-black and brown people To say it 
I'm tired of hearing black and brown people defend their stance on something that they feel very disrespectful. I'm tired of hearing people say, well, y'all say this, but y'all feel like it's racist. It's not a y'all because not all y'all speak that and hold that in a conversation or day to day conversation. And and that's the bottom line. There are some people that's okay with non black brown people using that word. That's for them. That's not for every black and brown person. So stop putting every black and brown person in the same category in regards to that. I'm just saying with that being said, I'm not going to keep speaking on my stance and how I feel about the N word. I think it's very degrading. I think it's very disrespectful for a non black and brown person to use it. And I feel that if you know that it's hurtful and disrespectful to some people and you're not that type of person, why would you want to use it? That's my stance then before then. And that's my stance now. And I don't feel like I have to keep having to re-explain myself over and over. Period. With that being said on my podcast, (laughs) it is not letting other people upset me how to stop letting other people upset you and I now it happens to the best of us to all of us and we find ourselves completely undone by someone else's behavior attitude words you name it. And it could be anything from someone cutting us off in traffic to our spouse cheating on us. Mild to severe, other people's action can turn our world completely upside down. Yes, it can. Um, I recently let myself get all caught up in someone else's drama. Um, my close friend's daughter was acting in some ways that I found very unacceptable and she was trying to rent her in and she was acting out more and more and we all went to counseling with her and you know I can't tell you how many arguments how many sleepless nights they had and you know it's it just it was a lot and then she decided to move in with her father. <laughs> as soon as she moved, boom, there was peace on earth. No more drama, anguish, or fury. It, I mean, yes. Now, is she still doing all the stuff that they had problems with? I'm sure she is. But now it's not completely me and her issue (laughs) and you know what it never was my issue from the beginning um it's her daughter and actually it was her stepdaughter and she was trying to be there for her and show her husband that she loved him and she loved her daughter and she wanted everything and it became my problem with her is because she was leaning on me a lot about it Um, But most of the things that we get upset about, they aren't our issues. You know, the driver who cut us off on the highway, you know, the driver is not my issue. All we need to worry about is getting safely to our destination. That lazy co-worker who isn't doing their share of the workload at work, that's not your issue. That's not my issue. 
all we need to do is focus on our own good work. Our cheating spouses, cheating girlfriends, not our issue. Our issue is why we would stay with someone who is cheating on you, cheating on me, whatever. Now, there are some things that I think might help with not letting people make us mad. Trust me, it doesn't work for me all the time. Um, but I think if we re- first, I think if we realize that we cannot control other people and that they are going to do the crazy, stupid, wrong things that they are going to do, that we can't force them to do anything else. We, um, if we can't force someone to stop being lazy or someone to stop lying to us or cheating on us, I think the only person that we can control is ourselves. You control yourself and I control myself. Now, we can get to decide how much, you know, we're going to let this person or people behavior impact us. You know, we worrying, obsessing, we venting and fussing, etc., etc. It has zero impact on that person, on them. And it only hurts you and I, ourselves. You know, so we have to realize that we cannot control other people. And number two, we have two choices. We have to learn to live with the behavior or change the relationship with that person. You know, like my significant other is not a planner. It's just not their way. And they used to drive me completely insane. I would constantly argue about the importance of planning that if we fail to plan that, you know, we, we plan to fail. I, and I, you know, that's how I feel. A little OCD is what I was told. Um, I always was quick to point out the occasions where they would lack of planning would cost them. And I'm, I'm such a charmer, you guys. <laughs> But he finally told me that if I like planning so much that I could just plan everything and he would just gladly just go along. And I finally accepted that. I was never going to change him and I can either make the plans, live with no plan or just find a new significant other. But I'll never make him a planner. And I had to accept the fact that I had two choices, either or, either or, you know, number three. Examine, examine my own role in whatever the behavior is. Like the driver that cut me off, did the driver ahead of me cut me off because I just started talking on my cell and I slowed down 10 miles per hour or something? Or did um, my teenager lie to me because the last time she told me the truth, I, you know, she was grounded? Is my spouse cheating because... You know, I'm on the road 350 days a year. I mean, I'm not condoning any of bad behavior. I'm just asking to look at the only person that you and I can control. You control you and I control me. So maybe we're playing a role and not even realizing that that's what we're doing. So examine our role in the behavior. Number four. But realizing it may have absolutely nothing to do with you or I. 
and I hate to say it, but this is more often the, the case, you know what I mean? Like, we are all the center of our own universe, and so many times we always think people are doing things because of us or to us, and reality are they aren't. The driver may not even see me. My teenager may lie just because she doesn't want to be embarrassed. My spouse might be cheating for the thrill of it and still loves me, although they have a crummy way of showing it, if that is the case. But realizing it may have absolutely nothing to do with you or I is what's necessary. Number five, don't inadvertently enable those bad behaviors. Because some people engage in their crazy behavior because people around them encourages it. Now, if your spouse cheats on you and you take them back and treat them better than before, can you blame that man or that woman if they cheat on your ass again? If your friend borrowed money from you and never repay it and you lent them more, can you blame them because they never repaid you the loan the first time? No, you can't. Now, I love Maya Angelou's advice. The first time someone shows you who they are, believe them. Now, I know you don't think that you're enabling. You think you're helping. You think they, 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 they behavior will change. They will be different this time. That perhaps the love or the kindness will change them. I say to you, why are you trying to control them still? Trying to change someone is trying to control them. And it doesn't work. So don't inadvertently enable the behavior. Number six, let it go. Bye-bye. Think of whoever that driver or whoever drives you crazy. Think of it right now. Get worked up. Then think of how they lie to you or how they don't do their share or how selfish that they are or whatever it is that they're doing that drives you freaking crazy. And assume that that person would never change, ever. Can you let it go? Is it really a minor thing that you've been focusing on, making it a major thing? And in the big scheme of things, my significant other who is a non-planner is just not that big of a deal. It's offset by the kindness and the patience and the wonderful good humor Now, can I focus on the good more than the bad? Can you? So if you can focus on the good more than the bad, let it go. So ask yourself, whatever the situation is with whomever, can you let it go? Number seven, let them go. Now, some behavior you just can't go and you just can't let it go. You just, you can't. Sometimes there's not enough good to offset that damn bad. And the best thing to do may be, in reality, to let go of that relationship. Like, why are you staying with someone who causes you so much hurt, so much pain, causes you to be upset? And if you can't let go of that relationship, let's say it's a co-worker. Can you let go of thinking so much about that co-worker and how they piss you off and make you mad? And I bet they aren't spending half of the time thinking about you and how you piss them off. Or how they they mad with you. So let them go. It's okay. Number eight, get help. You can't let it go 
or you can't let them go, talk with a professional counselor. Life is too short for all that drama in your life. And if you can't afford a counselor, you can go to a pastor or you can go to someone that's unbiased and talk to them. It helps. Number nine, what about children? Obviously, when children are little, you have to control them. They might think running into traffic is probably a great idea and you should probably put a stop to that early. But as they get older, then you'll find that you need to alter your behavior to impact theirs. Maybe they start to dress inappropriately. You have several options. You can you can check out current fashions before you freak out. You can yell and tell them they're going out like you know looking like fools or you can give them credibility to their attempt at rebellion you can cut off the clothing allowance controlling your behavior not theirs or you can ignore it knowing that sooner or later they will be embarrassed just like the rest of us and will fall in line and if you are sharing clothing with your children know that the rest of us are trying to let it go So what about children? The bottom line is that you can't let the behaviors of other people steal your joy. And if you do, it is your choice. But focus on being the best and the happiest person that you can be. That's where your energy should always come from. Set the best example you can and spend your time and your energy on people who lift you higher, who motivate you, who encourages you, who supports you, who loves you. And remember that somewhere there's someone out there who thinks you need to change. (laughs) And decide on whether or not they worth you changing for or if you should change. So. Realize you cannot control other people. Know that you have two choices in whatever situation that you're in. Try to examine your role in any behavior that's going on and realize that it may have absolutely nothing to do with you at all. And don't inadvertently enable the behavior to continue. Let it go or let them go. And if you can't let go or let them go, Go get help or seek help from a counselor, a a pastor, or an unbiased person that can listen to you openly without judgment. And then think about the children. What about the children? You know? So. Thanks for your ear. I appreciate you. And I know I'm not the only one that let other people upset me and let other people make me mad and annoy me. Um, I've said on my podcast numerous of times that I don't like stupid people. I don't like stupid things. Stupid people, stupid things gets on my nerves. Um, Just like I feel like this country, you know, it's kind of stupid. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, And that's just my opinion on things. And it has a lot to do with numbers of things numbers of things um even the president said that we're stupid and he said this to a group of donors recently and these people just laughed he said you feel like sort of stupid don't you he asked this at a rally supporters recently don't you feel stupid (laughs) but 
I feel stupid about a lot of things when it comes to this country and the way people try to tell someone how they should feel and what they shouldn't feel bad about and why they should say this and why they shouldn't say that and why it's okay to say this and why it's not okay to say that. Um, So my thing is I know that I've allowed situations to upset me, but those situations and circumstances that upset me was because of people that I allowed to upset me and that's something that I'm working on so if you know that you're getting upset about stupid things stupid situations it's because you're allowing people and just understand you know what's important and practice it and until next time you guys do not let anyone else's thoughts and opinion dictate who and what you think of yourself continue to push to be better every day than what you were the day before allow God to be God And to all my supporters, again, thank you. I appreciate you. And I ask that you continue to support and continue to share my podcast. Continue to come back and listen. And until next time, you guys, peace.